Welcome back to another episode of Shea Saturdays. I know it's been a minute, okay? I had this realization yesterday and I was like, yo, you lazy as hell. Like, you ever just had that moment with yourself? You just gotta be real, real with yourself and be like, yo, this ain't it, baby. This ain't it. Like, I really sat and I thought about it. Shea Saturdays, at the beginning, I was saying it would be every other Saturday. Which means it's literally two shows a month. And I've just been letting work getting in the way. Um, poor time management. You know, these are skills that I know that I have. But of course, um, once in a while we fall short and forget who we are. So yeah, um, today's topic is going to be the friendship episode. I've been wanting to do this for a while and I actually took notes. Like this is how... Um, important this one is to me because the other ones I kind of um, will take the topic I'll think about it a lot but I won't write it down this one I actually wrote down because we are constant when I say we I'm not saying me individually I'm not saying you individually I'm saying we as a collective of people are kind of at this place where we don't want to have friends or we don't want to claim to have friends. Everyone wants to say, I have no friends. Or I'm antisocial. You know, like everyone just, it's kind of weird that we're, we're really on that. And I just thought I'd make an episode because I want to be the one to say that I do have friends. And they're pretty amazing. So this topic, the reason why I even chose to do this topic was because I was talking to my niece, who is eight. Also, shout out to her because today I found out that she got inducted into an honor society, which is super awesome. Um, She's eight. And she was texting me one day and we were having this conversation about her birthday. Um, It's not until September, but she was just trying to give me an idea of what she wanted to do or... um, what her friends were suggesting to her and one of her comments to me was that she only had two friends and so she wouldn't be able to throw a birthday party and she also was telling me that these two friends had more friends than her so like she had these two friends but they had like a bigger group now there's a couple factors that I feel kind of contribute to that one my niece is super, super, super sarcastic and like more sarcastic than a normal eight year old. Like I know eight year olds play around and stuff, but she, girl, she'd be on another level sometimes. And I feel like that can contribute to it because sometimes it's hard for people to keep up. Sometimes it's hard for me to keep up and I taught her to be that way. So it's interesting to see that in her. Um, other factors I haven't completely hashed out yet and I'm not gonna try to sit there and analyze my niece too hard because she's a baby you know she's eight um and she'll find her way in terms of um friendships and I just ensured her that she was perfectly fine like it's okay for you not to be friends with your whole class it's okay for you to have two tight friends and it made me just think back like when you were eight how many friends did you have true friends and I would say my true friends I probably had about three um I had a 
kind of a big group of friends. And I was closest to my best friend DJ. And I'm not gonna you know, I'm not even gonna name anybody else. I'm not gonna say who else I was closest to because everyone everyone knows for sure that I was really close to DJ. That's he's been my best friend since we were in diapers. Um we grew up together and he's ten toes down for me. Like that is my best friend. So at the time I also had just another group of friends, but we weren't as close. And so that's what I was trying to get through to her that um Sometimes you're, these bonds that you will have, even if you have a ton of friends, they might not be that close or, you know, they might not be so um, true. And that's, it's okay for you to have two friends. Now, I didn't get into the whole conversation of having friends for different things. Um, I'll get into that on like today, but I didn't want to get into that with an eight-year-old because that's something I didn't really learn until I got to like high school. And it's something that I'm still learning. You know, you put people, um, not, not in a harsh way or a negative way, but you put people in categories, um, for your life that makes sense to you, that works out for you. So I told her all of that and I wanted just to get her to understand that um, she shouldn't give up on friendships because you're going to meet a ton of people throughout your life. You're not always going to be in Miss Jackson's fifth grade class. You know, you're going to eventually be um, going to like a high school or a middle school, high school. You're eventually going to meet, be in a bigger pool of more people who are like you. So I wanted her to know that. And it's important for children to know that because even early on, your friends play a really vital part in your life. Like, they are there for you. Um, Say you're being bullied or something. Like, your friends may stick up for you. Like, and that's just on small scale. But as you grow older your friends kind of play the role of teacher when you're too embarrassed to talk to your family um, or ask your family any questions. Um, Your friends can play confidant when you need just somebody to share secrets with. And that's something that follows you. It's not just an eight-year-old thing. Um, I have my friends who I know for a fact, if I need to be put on and I need knowledge about something I know that they can give me knowledge in a certain way um that best suits my educational needs that I I know they'll tell me it in a way that it sticks in a way that is not shaming um and that is very understanding uh, just a pattern of my friendship kind of thing so elementary school I already talked about that it was kind of a varied friend group not too deep. Um, as elementary school, you're not really expecting to... In retrospect, you're not expecting too much from elementary school friendship. Um, if you do end up being long, lifelong friends with your childhood friend, that's pretty awesome. So, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. Middle school, I the first year, I probably had, like... Probably had one friend. The second year... Um, had a couple more friends, but again, nothing too crazy. And I, I went through all this with my niece just so she got an understanding of the patterns that could happen. And that even though my, my pattern 
um, is this way, her pattern could be totally different as well. And high school, the first year I had a large group of friends. And by the end of the year, I probably had like three solid friends. And then ultimately, by the time I graduated college, I mean, um, high school, I had two friends. And that's Fred, like two like solid, solid, solid down for me for whatever friends. Um, and I don't include DJ because he's my lifelong friend. Um, and I actually call him my brother when I reference him. So he's not included in this, these two friends. Um, those two friends are Quavo and Fred. They hold me down like when I met them from the day I met them up until now, 10 toes down. Um, and then college came around and I met a ton of different friends, um, all creative individuals. And these are ultimately people that I feel that I need in my life. Like these are people who have become my chosen family, actually. Like they're not just my friends. Like these people are my family. I love them dearly and my other niece my oldest niece is always like you love them so much and like they're they're kind of strangers so it's kind of interesting for you for me to see you be so loving and accepting and eager to be around strangers because you were never like that but somehow college bought out the best people for me and I made my closest ties there my tightest ties there so these people they go above and beyond for me and I will do the same for them they bring out the best in me and I hope that I am capable of doing the same for them um, all of them have taught me in some shape way or form and a couple of them could get me back into the swing of things when I fall off um, it's crazy. Like just the other day, Sam hits me up out of nowhere and I was having a rough, really rough, rough time. Um, just going through some shit with work and trying to figure certain things out, trying to decide what's my next power move. Cause you know, the cap in me does not stop. Um, so she hits me up and it was everything I needed in that moment. And she didn't know that. She was just hitting me up, it was trying to show me some funny shit, um, being herself. And I needed her more than she had ever known at the time. And it got me back. And she sent me something that was like pretty awesome about um, basically about being accepting and getting your vessel right so that you can receive like it was amazing so they get me back like when I'm not feeling myself or when I'm feeling overwhelmed they can get me back Maria does the same thing for me Maria's a little overbearing because Maria pulls shit out of me that I never want to have pulled out um now every time we hang out we not every time but sometimes we'll hang out and we started playing this game called clink it if you kinked it and it's a sex game it's a drinking game and a couple of years ago i don't think i would have ever played that but the first time we ever played it we were i was in my 
how, wow, yeah, I was in the, I lived in this place called the orphanage in college, and um, we were in my room, it was me, Maria, Jasmine, Mia, Emilio, all five of us are sitting there, and we just started playing this game and asking questions, and I had never been so open and kind of vulnerable with my friends that way. And it just, it became a thing. It was fun. And then we started playing it like post-college. And now I love the game. So she also just, she asks so many, I love you, Maria, so much. You ask a lot of fucking questions. And I love it because I am a person who was very, not sheltered, very bottled. I didn't say a lot. Um, I observe a lot and I kind of just sit back and I don't speak a lot. And now I feel like I'm a little more open. Um, started doing the whole, I want to be transparent thing, you know, and you are someone who really bought that out of me. Um, since everybody getting a shout out now, we can keep it going. Um, Friends like Nia who click with me on media shit and producing stuff and just understanding a little bit of my mind when it comes to creativity. Shout out to you too. Uh, Shout out to Emilio for (laughs) always just having me laughing and just making things lighter because I always kind of take things in intensely and so sometimes things will just weigh me down but somehow you always make me feel like light as a feather kind of yeah like you always find a way to make me smile make me laugh like I love it thank you so much and oh my gosh if I sit here and give everybody a shout out I'm gonna be here for hours but um I think I'll just I'll wrap it with the last person that I want to give a special shout out to is Quavo. And she's been my best friend since high school. Now, that's about six years, seven years, six or seven years now. Um, you have been my rock for years, okay? Like, you don't even understand how much you've impacted me. You've changed my world, basically. Like, I love you immensely. And I don't think I would have gotten through a lot of stuff without you. I remember this one time that Quavo literally came out to the park. Now, we lived on opposite sides of town. Like, I lived... Um, basically, like, on the east side of Mount Vernon. Like, I guess it's, like, the south side, too. I'm not sure. It's, like, I lived in a weird spot in Mount Vernon, but we lived, like, like almost a town away. It seemed like it, because that's how far we were. But in the middle of Mount Vernon is um, Hartley Park. And I remember I was going through a super, super tough breakup. And I felt every bit of my being dying and I didn't want to 
not that I didn't want to be here anymore, but I didn't want to feel pain anymore. And so I called her while I texted her and I just wanted to know if she was able to meet me and just let her know a little bit of the sitch, let her know it was urgent. And Quavo came to the park in the rain with her flip-flops on. She was conditioned. She had on a, a plastic bag over her head. She looked ridiculous. Like, honestly, looked ridiculous. And I have, like, I had never felt so loved in my life. For someone to put aside their... Like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, for someone to not... To put themselves aside, rather. And... Just be there for me. I had never felt that. And so... That was the... Upon other other things and other events that had happened in our friendship... Um, that was one of the days where I knew for a fact that Quavo loved me the way I loved her. And maybe even more. And so I always strive to show her that as well. Quavo, I love you so much, bro. Like, you have no idea. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stop the praising now. I'll stop. I get it. <laughs> I'll stop. So that being said, I am hoping that you guys also have amazing friends. And I want to know what... How do you know when somebody's really down for you? How do you come to that conclusion? And how do you show somebody that you're really down for them as a friend? Stop being afraid of friendships. And I get it. Sometimes friendships end and they die. Like I've mentioned before that um, just last year I ended a friendship that was for over, that was 10 years. Um... So they do, they can expire, you know, people become different and that's totally fine. We, we do have this obsession with saying that people change and why should you not change? Why haven't you changed is the question. Why haven't you changed? And that was, um, one of my questions when I ended a 10 year friendship and it was like, why haven't you changed? If I had known you since we were 13, and we are now 23 and I still see the 13 year old girl in her like you're still acting like that 13 year old girl like you haven't changed and I I can't be with that you know so change is good it's great and it's amazing to see your friends grow and evolve see I've known my college friends since we were 17 18 years old some of them 16 and watching them grow has been my favorite part of knowing them so yeah they inspire me every time every single time even though we don't we don't have to talk every day every single time they inspire me every time I see something that they're doing I'm inspired by them and every time we do see each other it's a great fucking time so that's it I'm I'm wrapping up the friendship episode Um, I hope that if you don't feel like you have friends, that you are able to find 
your tribe and find the people who will hold you down find the people who get you find the people who inspire you and push you and make you mad enough to motivate the shit out of you i hope you find those people because you deserve it you do everybody deserves like someone you know even if you're a trash person and you you know what you deserve there's another trash person out there for you fine match energies you know um so i'm gonna end it that's shay saturdays for today and i wanted to actually i wanted to review tyler's album tyler the creator's album because he dropped igor and i did listen to it and i thought it was kind of fire but the only song that really stuck out to me upon first listen was new magic wand so that's been my favorite song i've been non-stop bumping that I've also been nonstop bumping So Gone by Monica. Nothing's happening in my life regarding, like, men or cheating or anything. But, I don't know. It's been hitting. <laughs> it's just been hitting. So, next episode. Let's see. What is the next episode? Because I just started writing down topics. And I want to ha- get them out. Um, maybe I will do... I need to do something fun. And I was saying on my Insta story, I wrote that you guys really loved the sex and dating episode. So I may do another one. It's not really going to be an update, but I'll probably talk about something else. Um, It won't be anything regarding my current like sex life because I I don't want to share it. It's a little private. Um, I'm not being a hoe anymore. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. But um, that first time was really hard for me to be transparent. And I did it. But I don't think I'm going to be super, super, super transparent again. However, we can talk scenarios. Of course, you can drop me anything you want want me to talk about or touch on. Uh, we could talk about birth control because I did start birth control. We could talk about that. I'm here for that. Um... We can talk about positions, anything, you know, like y'all nasty and y'all loved that episode. Like that has the most listens and I was actually kind of shook. However, um, we're grown. At least I hope, I hope you all grown. Like if you a little go listen to like the, the motivating stuff, but skip over like stuff, like the bad stuff, please, <laughs> please don't tell your moms because, I'm not trying to influence nobody, but we'll talk soon. And of course, as always, if you've listened this far, one, you might have noticed that you're not hearing the craziness of my downtown living because I've locked myself in my closet today. And also, I just want to say whoever you're praying to at night these days, I ask that all your wishes be granted and I'm continuously asking for your continuous growth. All right. Talk soon. Bye y'all.